I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet, especially today. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stettin. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We have Sierra and Kelly. I'm assuming that's Sierra the singer and yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Sierra! Sierra! This beat is... Um, Guys, welcome to the team. We are so happy to have you. What was that noise? I don't know. <laughs> something just fall? Yeah, someone broke into my house. Sorry. Oh, wow. um, you just see me dragged out of my room. <laughs> so we have been doing food scam segments, food controversies. Last week, we talked about, you know, the warning label, coffee might be hot after the whole McDonald's spill mm-hmm. controversy. Today, we're going to cover a few different things, and we're going to talk about a different kind of food warning some of you might remember. Beware. Beware, beware. (laughs) This food might cause anal leakage. Love anal leakage. (laughs) Hashtag anal leakage. Let's get into it. All right. We'll first start with Lay's Wow Chips, and I don't know if you remember these if you're a 90s baby, you'll if remember. If you're a 90s baby, you might remember. <laughs> you might remember Lay's Wow Chips. They were from Procter & Gamble, and they were released in 1996. They contained Alestra. Yes. Which was, a, it's a, I didn't know this, it's a synthetic fat molecule under the brand name Olean, or Oleane, I can't yeah. remember how they pronounced it. And it basically was a mix of like soybean oils and some other stuff. Ooh. And it was too large to be absorbed by the intestine. So it just passed through the digestive tract. 
And so they were like, oh, this is great. Like your body can't absorb this fat. So we should just include it in the food. So basically you can eat as much of this fat as it's you like and like, not gain like, weight. Like when you see ghosts eating food. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just goes through the, like and Casper just goes through their body. <laughs> yeah. They're hoping for a, uh, it's not flubber. Who was the guy? Uh, Slimer. They're hoping Slimer. for a Slimer yes. situation. And you know what? They got one. They got yeah. a real Slimer situation. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and it turned out, you know, it, it moved through the digestive tra- tract a little too quickly. <sighs> Surprisingly, here's the history of Alestra. It was actually invented in the 1960s. They were trying to create something like a fake fat to mm-hmm. deliver weight to underweight babies, to deliver more fat to underweight babies. Oh. And obviously this didn't Ooh, work yeah. out because it can't be absorbed by the human body. Oh, that's interesting. And they were like, well, is there another place we can put it? And then in the 90s, they were kind of like, wait, maybe there's another way we can use this Alestra that we invented in the 60s. Let's use it for this fat-free, sugar-free craze that's happening right now. I mean, good idea. Yeah, not a bad idea. But they knew that it caused the shits. (laughs) <laughs> and it took uh, the FDA 15 years to approve. Well, the development process to put it in food, kind of manipulate it from the baby thing to put it in savory foods took 15 years. And it took the FDA 10 years to approve it for wow. potato chips, pretzels, and salty snacks, which means that it, it wasn't exactly like great. If something's- 10 years. Yeah, I don't want to- eat something that takes the FDA 10 years to figure out whether or not it's okay yeah. for me to consume. So Alestra affects how the body absorbs vitamin A, E, D, and K. Oh. It also impacts something called dietary carotenoids, which help ward off cancer and heart disease. Oh, so it was like bad, bad. It's, yeah, it's bad. So aside from the shit thing, it makes you not absorb nutrients and it like kills off cancer fighting cells in oh, your body. <laughs> yeah. God. So and it F- was approved by the FDA? Yes. The FDA said we'll approve it, but you need to re-add vitamins back into uh, the products. But if it, it doesn't let you absorb those vitamins. So what is that even gonna do? Girl, I don't know. That's it makes crazy. No sense. Also the agency well i guess what it's saying is that maybe it's that you like shit out a large portion of the vitamins so if you add too oh, much like maybe you'll vitamins. keep some of it right i, I don't know that's so we got to get a food scientist on the horn for like a patreon episode yeah. or something uh the eight i think we someone called in once saying they're a food scientist wait no you your old neighbor episode? yeah my old neighbor my old neighbor who created emo night was a food scientist for like five minutes but i think we could get a more yeah no offense to my friend morgan um the agency also mandated uh, a warning on the package about warning might cause anal leakage cool so in 1996 the fda finally came gave permission saying that alestra though could cause abdominal cramping, fecal incontinence, and loose stools. That's that's fun. Right on the front of the package. Yes, like cigarettes. In 1998, Frito-Lay launched their Wow line of chips, including Wow Doritos, 
Wow Lays, Wow Ruffles, and Wow Tostitos. Ooh. And they were marketed as low-fat alternatives to regular chips, but then all of them had the may cause loose stools <laughs> warning label. I don't know that I ever bought these. Oh, I definitely think I did. Because I was, what, 14? I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't know if I don't think I was concerned with with my weight. Yeah. Must be so nice. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, let me tell you a little secret about girlies. And maybe this is just me. A lot of girls want diarrhea. You lose uh, like when you get the flu, you're like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sick and I can't eat, but like, you know, you lose an extra couple pounds. Like I and I like <laughs> trigger trigger, trigger warning, warning eating, stuff. eating disorder <laughs> but um if you think about like colon boom and slim fit tea yeah. and all the stuff that the People kardashians try to hawk you to lose weight it's a thing yeah. so they made 340 million in their first year whoa no wow. people didn't care. <laughs> people didn't really care about the loose the loose tool thing. Yeah, I guess. But I think they underestimated how bad it was. Right, the so, vitamin robbing and cancer cells. It's thing. like uncontrollable loose stools. So oh, no. Frito Frito Lay customers reported orange oily discharge <laughs> flying out of their butts. Look, this Alestra's still around, right? Are you going to get to that, or is it? Yes, yes, it is with no FDA warning anymore. Because I think I've, I, I swear I got some like fat-free, sugar-free ice cream bars. Yes, this happened to me. Yeah, Halo people. Uh, Halo top. Halo top. Halo top and- has sugar alcohol in it. It doesn't have yes. Alestra, and that can that. If you're something, because not a lot of people have like a thing that affects it. Like I have it. Yes. And uh, that made my stomach hurt so bad. And people also have it with that um, golden spoon uh, cereal. cereal. Magic spoon. Magic spoon. That was fine for my stomach. It's fine for me too, but we're going to get into the fake sugar as well. Because that's a whole thing. So people accuse Procter & Gamble of conspiring to boost their toilet paper brands. What? <laughs> they said that they were they were selling. I love that conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, they were selling the the shit potato chips in order to sell I more mean, toilet paper. <laughs> Not a bad idea. No, and it was a huge problem. The FDA received twenty thousand reports of complaints about stomach upset and diarrhea. I bet. <laughs> Here's a here's a complaint that I read. <laughs> a 37-year-old woman reported severe diarrhea, fecal urgency, and abdominal cramps after eating original and sour cream and onion fat-free Pringles. She was driving when the pain started and could not get off the road in time oh to get to the bathroom oh before the diarrhea began. She had five children in her van who were no! very frightened. They were scared. <laughs> Mommy, what's happening? Mommy. <laughs> I've got diarrhea. It's okay. Mommy, what's yeah. that smell? Yeah, Mommy, what's going on? Are you dying? Yeah. So they got, I tried to find other FDA That's uh, happening. I was driving when that happened to me. I was driving to work. I was driving to no. Hamburger and you know, you think you fart. You're like, I got a fart. And then I was yeah. like, oh. I had to us? like drive home and like change my 
girl, I, I got to, um, I received, cause I, I did a, a call to action about like, ha- have you shit your pants from oh, yes, yes. fake sugar or, and so a lot of people have is I, I won't read the names that someone said not shit myself, but had a multiple day shit attack from them. Um, Damn. I have zero self-control and ate two bags of sweets. <gasps> Worst heartburn in ever, followed by explosive diarrhea. Um, I also called out from a for an official statement by someone you guys might know who had this same experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a long one. I'll read this. This is literally like someone wrote me a DM that's like multiple pages long, and it says "re gummy bears and shitting." I'll read this during the sugar portion. So yeah, this is common. But now the FDA has removed the warning. Really? Yes. So this is from August 4th, 2003, the California Health Healthline. FDA removes requirement for warning on Alestra products. They ran some sort of test. Uh, ha- there was a 3,000-person study where during a six-week period where half the people got Alestra chips and half the people got regular chips. And... The Alestra people only had slightly more frequent bowel movements than the regular chip eating people. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I was reading something. I just was just reading about this and I they underestimated how many chips people eat in one setting. Yes. Yes. People people eat a whole bag of chips. Right. And I think the answer is is the people who had the regular chips also probably ate a whole bag of chips and probably didn't feel good, too. Yes. So I think the answer is if you eat junk food in mass quantities, no matter what, you're probably going to yeah. have weird shits. Yeah. But Alestra does definitely yeah, will probably be more likely to cause anal leakage. Anal leakage. <laughs> <laughs> Insert fart noise here. Um <laughs> I hope we win some sort of Webby or whatever the podcast yeah. awards for, for this New episode. and noteworthy. New and noteworthy. <laughs> um, Acast will feature us for, for women in podcasting, Women's History Month. Uh, okay, so now uh, sugar-free gummy bears and sugar-free stuff. I've this heard is of what this? you probably most notable. I've never had these, but I've heard of them. I've had sugar-free stuff, and it, it happens with all sorts of sugar-free products. My mom probably wouldn't mind me saying this. <laughs> <laughs> or you mean my friend's mom. My friend's mom. <laughs> Fast forward like one, one, a few years and I'm like disowned and out of the will, <laughs> not estranged from my family. Uh, my, mo- my mom had this happen when she was having sugar-free cough drops, I guess, when she was sick. Um, oh, and it happens with a lot of sugar-free stuff. But sugar-free gummy bears, if you look at the Amazon reviews and we'll post, we'll post, it's from Albanese assorted, uh, sweet gourmet sugar-free gummies. And this came around the internet for a while as kind of like a meme. Yeah. But people left reviews for these sugar-free gummy bears and they're so (laughs) funny. Okay. This is from M.A. White, a song of fire and arse. (laughs) What can I say about these devilishly delightful little bears that hasn't already been said? These aren't meant to be eaten. They're meant to be experienced. I received these only a few days after ordering. And after reading all these reviews, I had to mentally and physically prepare myself for what may happen. 
My stomach processes things differently, so I had no idea if I was going to be preparing a consequence-free gummy bear gorge fest or if I was going to be committing the equivalent of sugar-free seppuku. It was go- I was just going to see where the night took me. I ate a handful of five at a time spread over a three-hour period. For being sugar-free, they were bloody delicious. Mm-hmm. Still, I was anticipating the worst. Oh, and how the worst met all my expectations. For a bit, I figured the bears pulled a Gilligan and were just stranded somewhere inside my gullet. But oh no, after a three-hour tour ended, my stomach let loose a roar that would have intimidated a Tyrannosaurus. The worst part was I actually fell asleep after about the 50th gummy bear. So imagine my pleasant surprise when a sharp pain in my stomach brought me from my pleasant land of slumber to the nightmarish hell I was about to experience. I felt like I was about to give birth and give birth I did. Oh, no. The first blast was the loudest. No. My upstairs neighbor complained about my violation of quiet hours. They thought I was blaring Louis Armstrong and scooting furniture. <laughs> Jazz hands, every, everybody. My cat ran and hid. I haven't seen her for days. No. I heard a rap upon my front door in response to the knock upon the rear. Ancient Spartan warriors had heard the trumpet blast and had shown up for battle. I noticed my Christian neighbors out on the lawn looking up up at the sky, crossing themselves because they thought the trumpet of the Lord had sounded for the rapture. Mm-hmm. I owe the United States Geological Survey an, survey an exclamation as to the anomaly their instruments probably picked up from central Indiana. Okay, this guy's like just really wants someone to like give him a, a creative writing a job. creative writing award. Pretty um, good. Okay, this one's like. My daughter, age 10, and I each had a smallish handful of these when they were delivered. I'm perfectly fine. She goes to bed complaining about stomach upset and spends half the night running back and forth to the bathroom. We kept her out of school the next day. (gasps) Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, all these reviews are. But a lot of them are like five stars. (laughs) Yeah. Constipation relief. I guess I bet that would be great for constipation relief. Exactly. Poop, poop, kachoo, my diarrhea-endorsing journey. Uh, it says this person ate, ate half a pound and then says, what happened next can only be accurately described by the words butt vomit. A predominantly no. liquid composition, lightly flecked with solid matter, shot from my bum hole with all the force of a thousand suns. This continued for half hours. My body continued to forcibly banish all non-essential liquids to the porcelain bowl. I I bought them to use as a prank on my best friend. I ended up eating half the bag before I realized what I had done and the damage had been done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even the title. That's from 2014. Yeah. I sit on a porcelain throne of regret. Bought for an office prank. Oh, Oh, no. no. That's mean. (laughs) Yeah, if you will post these, they're they're really like wow, my <laughs> five stars, my poor anus. Okay, let me read this uh, this message, this very long message I got. Re gummy bears and shitting. My husband, he was ten to twelve years old at church camp in the woods of North Carolina. At the time, the manhunt for the Centennial Olympic bomber was going on, and rumor had it the guy was hiding out in the uh, North Carolina backwoods. At least that's what the other kids were saying around the campfire as my husband crushed a giant bag of sugar-free gummy bears. 
spooky story time ended and my husband went off to his cabin to go to sleep. Hours later, he came to consciousness only to find himself naked from the waist down, covered in poop, and standing in the middle of the mess hall, not remotely near his cabin. He had slept, walked out of his cabin through the woods into the mess hall and shit everywhere. He panicked, found some paper towels, tried his best to clean himself up and ran back through the woods in absolute terror of being either A, discovered by one of the other kids or B, running into the suspected bomber, Eric Rudolph. Oh my God. (laughs) He snuck back into his cabin and woke the next morning and pretended nothing had happened. He went to the mess hall for breakfast and saw the mop and wet floor signs and was filled with paranoia paranoia that everyone would knew would know it was him. But he never said a word about it quite literally until I met him in my 20s. And it's one of my favorite wow. stories. Wow. Wow. Sleepwalking and shitting. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it wow. should be illegal. So what is it about the fake sugar pooping? I wonder what kind of fake sugar it is or what which substitute it is sugar alcohols can lead to bloating gas and diarrhea oh yes it can it's lack of digestibility for example if you were to consume 20 grams of maltitol the stuff in those gummy bears around 44 percent of that wouldn't get absorbed by your upper intestine when this enters the colon the bacteria there have a field day fermenting the stuff, producing carbon dioxide and methane, leading to flatulence and abdominal discomfort. Oh. If you eat a lot of sugar alcohol, the capacity of the bacteria in the colon to ferment may become overwhelmed. In this case, the undigested sweetener causes water to be drawn os- osmotically, osmosis Jones, into the colon resulting in sudden watery stools. Yeah, so basically it's just like fermentation. And I, and it's in it's in a whole bunch of stuff. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, and more. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. I can't wait for the prompts uh, from today that I'm going to give you for calling in. Oh, <laughs> baby. I think I know what one of them might be. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> uh, call in saying whatever you'd like or answer the questions that we pose to you in this show, and we will play them in our mailbag episodes. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, back to our program. We are going to finish this episode with something crazy that I did not know. And that is that Nestle company is the devil. <laughs> do, do you know this? I did not know this. I'll say allegedly the devil, since sure. so I don't want them to sue us. A lot of this information is from ZME Science, the website. They did a great thorough article on the Nestle Corporation and to summarize it, they say Nestle has a habit of child labor, unethical promotion, manipulating uneducated mothers, pollution, price fixing, and mislabeling. Oh, no. Yeah. So when I think Nestle, I, I only I was just thinking Nestle chocolate, but I didn't yeah, realize the that they they own so many things. They have bottled water, too. They're the largest bottled water manufacturing in the world. Really? And it's just tap water. Huh? I know. I don't know if it is anymore. What are they doing? I know. So Nestle owns um, L'Oreal. Gar like, here's some popular ones you might know. L'Oreal, Garnier Fructis, The Body Shop, Maybelline, Kiehl's, uh, Gerber, Nesquik, Carnation, Power Bar, a lot of um, cat stuff, but I mean, we don't really care about that in terms of food that we're eating. Uh, Perrier, Pellegrino, Poland Springs. Oh, no, they own Coffee Crisp. That's my favorite Canadian candy bar. Really? I don't think I've ever had. Oh, I have. I've had that at your house. Yes. That's the it's only time so I've had good. it. It is good. Coffee Mate, Taster's Choice, Nescafe. Crunch bars, Butterfingers, After 8. That's a British candy that's really good. Oh. Rolos. My grandma always had Rolos at the house. Yeah. Nescafe, dryers, drumsticks, etc. So a lot of different Dang. stuff. Yes. So Nestle is a Swiss multinational food and beverage company. And their products include... You know, the the companies I just said, but baby food, bottled water, breakfast cereals, coffee, tea, dairy products, ice cream, pet food, snacks, etc. 29 of their brands have sales over $1 billion a year. Dang. And that's just their individual, like, subsidiary right. companies. Um, so, I mean, that's $29 billion for just those 29 brands. And they have, like, a ton of brands who probably make like hundreds of millions. Mm -hmm. They have 447 factories across 194 countries, and they employ around 333,000 people. So those are some stats from Wikipedia. So they're a huge conglomerate and an incredibly wealthy and successful 
company. Here's the first scandalous thing that they did. First of all, I want to say that uh, I'm going to be ineloquent about this, and I'm also not a mother, so I have no uh, right in saying this, but there's no better thing between like breastfeeding and formula. There's there's no better. There's no worse. Like, do whatever is right for you. Um, (laughs) I feed my baby formula. Yeah, I just want to make sure that like we have we're not saying like breastfeeding is better than formula or formula is better than I breastfeeding. I was formula fed. I was formula fed. And I'm like, a genius. <laughs> yeah, and look at us now. <laughs> um, so whatever works for you, okay. Yeah. Um, but this is about formula and and how they fucked formula up for people. Yeah. So uh, they made formula and they marketed it towards underdeveloped area areas because they said that you know their formula was very cheap and like readily available etc and all it had to do was be mixed with water and they market it towards underdeveloped areas particularly africa but these underdeveloped areas that they were marketing their formula to didn't have clean water right so they were saying like mix this formula with water But when you mix the formula with the water that was in these areas, it would be toxic to the children. Yeah, you got to boil that shit. Right. And what they would do is that they would give like free formula to these people and then be like, you can buy more of it. Um, And so they would like just become dependent on the formula. And they didn't know that they had to boil it in order for it to be clean. So, yeah. So this led to polluted baby formula for these tons of uh, infants. And UNICEF estimates, estimates, excuse me, that formula-fed children living in disease-ridden and unhygienic conditions is between 6 to 25 times more likely to die of diarrhea and 4 times more likely to die of pneumonia. That's crazy. Yes. And additionally, since they were tight on finances... The mothers tended to use less formula than needed mm-hmm. to make it like last longer. Yeah. And so the children were, the infants were receiving like inadequate amounts. Yeah. Cause they would get full, but it would yeah. be full of like mostly watered down formula. Yeah. And they were being like underfed. Yeah. And I believe like Nestle was saying like formula is the better choice. Like it's, it's right. better. It's cheaper. It's like easier to do. It, it turned out to be this like whole horrible thing where like infants were dying because That's they didn't, crazy. they weren't explaining it properly to these like impoverished countries that they were like supplying the formula to and trying to make them buy to. Yes. Now let's get to water. The next thing. Nestle is the world's largest producer of bottled water. That's crazy. First of all, now, like, bottled water is a no-no, you know? Like, you carry around a bottled water and you get shamed. You got to just get one of those Brita filters for your house in a reusable water bottle. It's the fucking, it's same thing. It's better. Also, do you know anything about this water TikTok? (laughs) No, what's water TikTok? I don't know. I'm scared of it. I've seen a few people post about water TikTok on Twitter. It's like this whole thing where like influencers are making in those weird Stanley cups, you know, those Stanley reusable cup thingies, and they're all making like weird flavored waters. Oh, not the Stanley cup, like the trophy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like picturing a trophy full of water. I was like, what? 
Stanley, the that's the so water. funny. Yeah, the <laughs> okay, here it is. Why are they flavor TikTok's latest obsession is flavored water? Oh, okay. And they're using like, well, you know, it's funny. They're actually using like sugar free, sugar free syrups and stuff. Oh, and making. Yeah, Oh, okay. Flavored powders of different varieties, water, different kinds of ice, and making flavored waters. And they're saying it's like this new, new clean, clean girl Christian tradition TikTok trend. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, if you know anything about water TikTok, let us know. But anyways, so Nestle is the largest producer of water. And apparently they've gone on record saying that they don't believe water is a human right. Huh? The chair, yeah. The chairman Peter Brabeck Letmaff said, "There are two different opinions on the matter of water. The one opinion, which I think is extreme, is represented by the NGOs who bang on about declaring water as a public right. That means that as a human being, you should have a right to water. That's an extreme solution. No, it is not. Literally, yeah. food and water is shelter." human it's, rights it's here on the planet the fact that like someone thinks that they can hoard that's crazy what comes here on the planet's insane that's like some some dr evil shit yeah that's dr evil at the One second yeah <laughs> the water is mine at the second world water forum in 2000 nestle pushed for making access to drinking water from a right to a need so they tried to change okay. their tune after people were like, that's legit evil. But they have no concern for the environment. Cool. <laughs> during during the California drought, they didn't care. They continued to uh, just bottle water from California resources. Ethos water bottling facility moved from California to Pennsylvania because they're like, we're not going to take water from a state that's in drought. Nestle CEO Tim Brown said in response to like, are you guys going to move your facility? He said, absolutely not. In fact, I would increase water bottling operations if I could. What in the world? What is wrong with these people? I know, people are so, crazy. I know. Also, okay, so in 1998, they've been bottling from the San Bernardino National Forest, and they don't have a permit. Did they just like pay the fines or whatever? Yes, they're they're just paying the fine because, because they make more money. Yeah, it's only a $524 fine each year. So they're like, we'll just bottle what? from here and pay the fine. That seems... Low? I know, right? <laughs> Start getting my water from there. Yeah, the national yeah. just taking buckets. The wet web crawlers water company. <laughs> the freshest national forest water you can find. Bigfoot uh, Bigfoot brews. Bigfoot um, brews. Another horrible thing that they did is in a small Pakistani community, a former villager says that children are being sickened by filthy water. Yeah. Why, you might ask? Because Nestle dug a very deep well to like take water for the country. And so now the locals don't have access to clean water. And so they're having to drink dirty water. They're just stealing their water. That's insane. I know. So, you know, they've tried to privatize water. They have no, they don't care about environmental stuff. They don't care about permits. A Chicago-based company a Chicago uh, business, excuse me, sued Nestle saying that 
they tested ice mountain water and that it was just tap water. Oh. And it was. And I guess nearly half of the bottled water in plastic bottles is just tap water. Yeah. I mean, how do you know? Unless you're testing it. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. But, but like, is it tap water from safe sources or am I drinking like... I mean, I'm assuming it's safe. Like, like it doesn't have, you know, bacteria E. coli? In it. Like, I don't know, though. Like, what are the rules not, on water? They, it's probably not as purified as they claim it is. That's not... Yeah, it's like... I don't know. They're like, it's level 9 pH electrolyte water, and it's just like someone in their house just running tap water. <laughs> yeah, the sink. <laughs> yeah, it's just like some assistant filling up Bath bottles of water. water. Um, also, child abuse. Oh, boy. And trafficking. There's a 2010 documentary called The Dark Side of Chocolate that talks about plantations uh, that harvest cocoa beans and that they oh. use child slave labor. The children are usually 12 to 15 years old. They're trafficked from nearby countries. And Nestle is privy to this and essentially like doesn't care. This was brought under the spotlight in 2005 when the International Labor Rights Fund filed a lawsuit against Nestle and other companies for using um, child labor, for slavery, beatings, etc. Crazy. They found serious violations but Nestle still has not done any child labor checks, child abuse checks, etc. Nestle basically said everyone does it. It's like common practice. <laughs> that's that's evil. Yeah. That's insane. No company sourcing cocoa from the Ivory Coast can guarantee that it doesn't happen. Well, but we can say that tackling child labor is a top priority. Sure. Like, that's such a weird cop-out. We can't guarantee that we're not (laughs) trafficking children. Yeah. I mean, let's try to guarantee it. Seems I'd rather have that than a chocolate bar. Um, Then a few other things that suck. There is E. coli in Toll House cookie dough. Oh. Then this milk scandal, another milk scandal. In 2008, a Chinese milk scandal Six infants were killed and 860 were hospitalized with kidney problems after milk was contaminated with something called melamine. Oh, no. Which is a substance that's sometimes illegally added to food to increase the protein content. Oh, boy. Yeah. And Nestle, Nestle, you're yeah, Nestle up. was like, we didn't add that. And everyone's like, well, then how did it get there? <laughs> and I think because they're such a big company that like, It's just so weird. Um, It says the scandal quickly escalated. Then China reported over 300,000 victims. Damn. Yeah, like more and more people started dying. This is it's like the um, the bean scandal from um, Daily Harvest. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened with that? No, I forgot. We have to look into that. Yeah. Um, Two people were executed and several (gasps) served life in prison from from the factories. Wow. Okay. So then a few more things. Environmental, more environmental concerns. Mm-hmm. A report found in the UK in 1997 that over a 12 month period that they breached water pollution limits 2,152 times in 830 locations. They just give zero fucks. They and just don't care. This is the craziest, craziest part. So to circle back, 
in the beginning, we talked about how wealthy a company Nestle is. In 2002, they demanded that Ethiopia pay back a debt that they owed Nestle of $6 million. I guess that for some reason, Ethiopia in the 1970s like seized Nestle companies or something and some sort of weird military regime. And then Nestle was like, later, I don't even know. Like, I couldn't understand it. (laughs) That's probably the most interesting part of the episode. Yeah. And so in 2002, Nestle was like to Ethiopia, you need to pay us that money back. However, that was the year that Ethiopia was extreming like the biggest famine. Oh, my God. Of their time. Yeah, and this hugely rich company, Nestle, was like, uh, Ethiopia, you have to pay us back. And billions of dollars. Yeah, and everyone was like, what the fuck, Nestle? Like, this is like a hugely famine-stricken company. Like, what do you need $6 million from them for? Man, rich people, they're fucking evil. They're crazy. Yeah, insane. Billionaires... I don't know, man. Yeah, billionaires be billionairesing. All right. Well, that's some anal leakage and food scams for you. From anal leakage to child trafficking. <laughs> yeah. You covered you know, it all. You know how it goes. Uh, Web crawlers exclusive. <laughs> if you guys have ever had anal leakage, Melissa, where, or if you're a food scientist, Melissa, where can people, only those two things, where can people reach <laughs> us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or call us. Oh, what are the prompts? Oh, yes. Uh, well, the prompts are essentially that. Uh, if you have any anal leakage or pooping stories about like, like Lay's uh, chips or Olestra or fake sugar, please let us know. Or if you know of any other bad companies or food conspiracies, please let us know. And if you're a food scientist or know anything about why these things cause this havoc to our body, please also call in um, and just kind of give us a lowdown of why these things rush through our bodies like this. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Um, Anyways, well, I am Allie uh, Fart Sound Seagull. I am Melissa Anal Leakage Stetton. I knew it. All right. That's all, folks. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. 
Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.